Welcome back, everyone, to another uh, exciting installment of Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, I'm your uh, Uncanny Valley conductor for the evening, Dan Ryan, oh, joined as always by my co-host. This is going to be a long one, Dan, but picture it. You're crying in a bedroom closet, your mother's just died, and you're clinging to her clothes, mm-hmm. weeping profusely. Then I come in, <laughs> in my fat suit, and I stare at you and say, basically along the lines of, don't worry, Dan. I'm your new mommy. Yes. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Of course, and I'm sure you'll fill the folks in oh, on that. Oh, that's a deep cut, but uh, Boz was playing again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man, but I hate him at the same time, but I love him. Of course, yeah. of course. Mm. Um, well, uh, as promised, uh, continuing our return to anime, yes. uh, I, I promised to do it a while ago. Uh, we skipped it last week due to time constraints, but uh, we're finally doing Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie, Mugen Train. Mm. Uh, something that I am very excited to showcase here mm-hmm. uh, for a variety of reasons, because it's got trains, trains, it's got anime, it's got fire, fire it's got yeah. it's got willpower, it's mm. got... It's got all of the things, so yeah. it's uh, it's pretty great. Um, but as always, before we get started, uh, do we have any anime, life, or video game news? Oh, you're really going to make me issue my public apology first, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the next biggest thing I have. So, you know, we got a Nintendo Direct, not mm-hmm. in the style that some of us would have hoped, aka me. Allegedly, there's one still brewing for this week. I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll find out either tomorrow or Tuesday. If it is a happening shore fire thing. But we had a Xenoblade 3 direct. Mm-hmm. And I scoffed, Dan, as I normally did. I sat on my belfry. <laughs> and I looked at the people below. And I said, the Xenoblade fans get everything they want. They get their own direct and no one bats an eye. Mm-hmm. Where's my direct? I said, I'll put it on. I'll get myself a glass of wine. And I'll mock it openly, as I often do. Uh, but that's not what happened. But unfortunately, <laughs> that isn't what happened, Dan. Because I think this game looks fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just me. It. Uh, I am familiar with the the past two Xenoblade games. I don't. I own one. I haven't played them, but I've watched less plays of uh, the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was waiting for X to show up on the Switch because that one kind of piqued my interest most of all. Mm-hmm. But we never got that. But this looks like it's taking the franchise in a good direction. You don't really need to play the games to be thrown into them. There will be some slight connections between some of them yeah. at the end game. This direct didn't really spoil much of the story. I just think it's a, a cool concept of having these two warring nations and then these three from each side team up with one. The combat system looks great. You got six characters continuously with an extra character. Lots of arts, lots of fun. Uh, the Xenoblade DLC is some of the best DLC, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give you a full like content game when it comes out within a year. For a reasonable price. Yeah, I mean, I mean, two got that, and mm-hmm. and then even uh, the one got deluxe like the special extra chapter thing. episode of mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shulkin, uh, future connected. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Um, so I will be picking this up. God knows where I'll find the time to play because it's right after Live Alive, mm-hmm. and uh, there's many more games on the horizon. And if this direct happens, then there's probably many, many more to come still. But I will be picking it up because it just it tickled my fancy. And I publicly apologize to bashing the Xenoblade fans. I'm one of you now, I guess. Of course. Well, uh, I mean, hopefully our, 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 we had good PR again. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sure they'll forgive mm-hmm. us. Uh, but speaking of too many games, yes. um, against my better judgment, probably, I, I bought two games oh. this week. Uh, I bought Sonic Origins. Oh, boy. Um, which I have not had any problems with yet, mm-hmm. but apparently people are, so be careful with it. Mm-hmm. Like, do your research, and if you don't feel like 
foot in the bill for that. Like, <laughs> maybe just wait until it gets... If it gets patched, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of drama... Uh, in the surra- Sonic community? In, what? Well, the drama? In the... The the deep lore mm. uh, that the uh, the the gossip and Gertie tabloids have been mm. going through is that there's been tension since like the Sonic Mania game came out, mm-hmm. like because Sonic Mania was developed by a group of like fans who were like Christian and Whitehead a, and yeah, yeah and, it, and was, it was a better Sonic game than they've ever made. It was very well received. Mm-hmm. It sold well. It got DLC. It, I played it. It, it had a <laughs> no, I love that game. I that I I still go back to that game constantly. It's 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 fantastic. But with this one with with Origins, uh I guess the 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 impetus to to put it into effect was when uh you know the Sonic movie, the first Sonic movie was successful, and it's like, we'll go and we'll release all of the original games on one console. But the way that it was done is, like, each game is apparently built from the ground up in a in a newer engine that embodies, like, retro game physics. Mm-hmm. But the people who did Mania only got to help with, like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Apparent, allegedly. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what... They're just it's just people fighting on Twitter, yeah. but they only got to help with Knuckles er, Sonic and Knuckles, and then what they submitted is not what was put on the card. Oh. And uh Sonic Team itself did the ports of like one, two, and CDI, mm-hmm. but they have a lot of similarities to like existing phone ports. Mm-hmm. So it's like Sega keeps doing things to, like, kneecap itself. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not n- sure. as Nintendo fans, I, yeah, we've been there. I, and we've I'm been not, down that road. I'm not entirely sure why, like, Sega would need to do that. Like, they should understand that they're kind of on thin ice constantly, mm-hmm. and especially after, like, the weird Frontiers unveiling that they did. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if, like, it'll get patched, but I, I, I haven't had any problems playing it so far. It I've, And I've just been going through Sonic 1, but it, it's still enjoyable, and if you don't have those games yet, go for it. I mean, who doesn't have those games at this point? Um, I think you would come out of the womb with that attached to us. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and it's, you know, so factor those things in, but mm-hmm. if you like Sonic and you just want to pick it up, by all means. Yeah. Um, that being said... Uh, I also threw some cash at um, uh, Capcom Fighting Game oh, Collection. Oh, good, yes, yes. Uh, because... Because uh, Darkstalkers uh, is lit. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. That's, yep. Yeah. Um, I, I was, like, debating it back and forth, but then I was, like, you know, it was getting good reviews. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I've always been really into Dark Darkstalkers, yeah. and it's, like, never getting to play it. Yeah. Um, and it it's an excellent little game. Like, oh. I, like I'm not great at arcade fighters, mm-hmm. but... I spent, like, a couple hours, uh, when I had to shut my brain off, I just, I, I went, I did a run as Morgana. You went to punch and, the, the werewolf or something. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it takes a lot of effort to, like, get better at it, but it was, it was, it was cool. Mm. Music's great, the character designs are phenomenal, mm-hmm. and, uh, this collection in and of itself is, it runs like butter. Butter. You, you can pop in and out of games, in a mat, in, like in a second, mm-hmm. like like the the quick save function, or like to continue your previous game loads so fast. Mm. My little <laughs> switch heart, heart was yeah. like, uh, yeah. it's already loaded. Yeah. Like, uh, what, what's this? 
Um, and it's got, like, a museum of, like, 500 concept art pieces, mm. which is a lot of stuff that hasn't been public before, because they were, you know, they were saving it for something like this. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a it's like a robot fighting game on there that's never gotten released here. There's uh, Red Earth, which was, like, an arcade fighting adventure game mm-hmm. that never got released here. Um, again, like, five versions of Darkstalkers, uh... <laughs> So that was good. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna see if I like you know how much mileage I can get out of like online play with it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it'd be good to have for the future because yeah, I, I may borrow that from you. Of course, it's on the purchase list. But then TMNT swooped in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll wait for that till the end of August for my fighting, my beat 'em up. But uh, I'm happy you're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone loves Darkstalkers. Everyone loves Darkstalkers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, am I allowed to speak on my film that I witnessed? Yeah, that's my video game news. Alright, well, as you know, and as you will know, because he's been added to the Sinister Six pot, just so you know. No spoilers, but spoilers. Mm-hmm. Baz Luhrmann, whom I love, seen every film in his filmography, from Strictly Ballroom up to today's film mm-hmm. that I'm going to talk about. Um, I love him. That Australian madman, he always gets fabulous casts, his edits are breakneck speeds... His movies are daunting three-hour epics. Yes. <laughs> so all things that I've come to love, he did it again, Dan. Knocked another one out of the park with his latest hit, Elvis. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know how to describe it. The, the audience was barren, but apparently it's doing pretty good. And I could see it taking off more in the summer, mm-hmm. especially with Austin Butler at its helm, attracting the young and the old. Because mm-hmm. people love him. And he does a phenomenal job here. He literally is like the best Elvis I've seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I haven't seen a lot, but, like, in my recent knowledge of things, he's a very good job. Yeah, choice well, for this. Well, it's become, like, a stock care, but if he can, if he can, because mm-hmm. uh, apparently he, he got so into doing mm-hmm. that, the, the Elvis voice, that he's, he, he can, like, turn it on and off now. Yeah. At, at will. Because mm-hmm. he spent, like, two years mm-hmm. prepping. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with Boz's direction style. Have you seen any Moulin Rouge? You've seen Gatsby. I've I seen Gatsby. You Gatsby. Gatsby feels like the easiest Boz to get into. Mm-hmm. This feels like the second easiest Boz to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you're intimidated by like breaking into sudden musical numbers um quickly no scene transitions montages that last two seconds Mm -hmm. you feel like you're overwhelmed then go see this and check it out and apparently it might be good for the parents because there were a lot of like older like our parents generation there that seemed to be really yeah well i mean that seemed to be really really into this and i even told like donna i was like donna i saw elvis she's like oh god i love elvis i wish i could have (laughs) went So I was like, all right, whatever. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I could see if you're not familiar with Boz's work, how you could be thrown out of that. Because Elvis is portrayed here like on a step below Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he literally does no wrong. He doesn't steal the music from uh, <laughs> the black yeah. people yeah. in this. There are some weird lines provided by Tom Hanks in a fat suit as Colonel... Um, Whatever. Elvis is like manager who is like, is a part We are two lonely children. Yeah, like oh that guy. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just, it's insane. Thus my uh, intro to this episode when he proclaims to Elvis, who's grieving the death of his mother, that he is essentially his new mommy now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a point where he finds out that Elvis is in black, like when he first, so like he can market him mm-hmm. to like the greater white american audience and he cracks a smile (laughs) that is like the grinch (laughs) but it's like tom hanks doing it in this fat suit (laughs) and it is horrifying and beautiful (laughs) at the same time it 
And I feel like his plotline isn't needed because it's a very Dan Jonathan thing where I get to narrate the entirety of your life. Yeah, that's And I'm yeah. like, I like, well, I discovered Dan and people blamed me for killing him. <laughs> and it's three hours of working up to him, like, having one sad moment where he's like, should I sell Dan's soul and contract him at this Vegas res- residency even though he wants to see the world before he dies? And he, like, sheds, doesn't even shed a tear. He looks at his deal, which, which is written on a napkin, and goes, like, mm. <laughs> and we're supposed to feel bad. <laughs> like, I saw it with Matt and April, and none of us were, like, we never felt bad for him one moment in the film. We felt just bad for Elvis in this whole yeah. thing. Well, yeah. 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 Well, that was that original review you said. I haven't seen it, but you yeah. sent me that, that review before it was out that uh-huh. was, like, it's it's... It's Elvis's bio told from the perspective of the Tom Hanks yes. character, and yes. it's it's like he, which is great, which is an odd choice, <laughs> yeah. but it's like yeah. a it, it might. It's literally like it. if I was in charge of your life story yes. <laughs> and I made it about me, because he has this whole framing device and. Where he's, like, the snowman, that's, like, his sobriquet because he used to be a carnival barker, and he's, like, do we snow them or show them? Snow them means, like, you're cheating them of their money. Mm-hmm. And he has this whole persona of the snowman, mm-hmm. so, like, it ties into Elvis's 68 Christmas special where he films and he gets back, uh, like, Blue Christmas and all that. They're doing all these artistic parallels throughout the film over this snowman sobriquet, and he, it, the framing device ends, and there's still an hour left of the movie. Okay, okay. It, it's very strange, but not out of place for Boz. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really shatter my expectations. The soundtrack is full of bops. There's like 50 songs on this soundtrack, and they use each and every one. Mm-hmm. So it's basically a mu- musical. But I, I would, if you just want like a fun time for three hours with like a little bit of sadness in the end, mm-hmm. I would say go check it out. Especially if you like Elvis, because I think... Um, if people can win Oscars for playing, like, um, Elton John, we had, not Edgerton, the other guy who played uh, Elton John in the, the most recent one, and then Rami Malek for um, Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. in Bohemian Rhapsody, I think that Austin Butler might be a shoe in for this. <laughs> I, yeah. I, Even I though it's early, that. I feel like, you know, the, the Academy likes when uh, musical talent is expressed in a biopic, mm-hmm. but who knows, it's still very early and there's a lot more films this year, but... Uh, I did learn that Boz's, all his other films have been nominated, and some have won. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he does have that prestige there, which I didn't realize until I, you know, researched it a bit more. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it feels like we had gone a long time without anything Elvis related, so yeah. now was probably the, t- I mean, after coming off, like, the string of music biopics, like, mm-hmm. when they're done correctly, it's, yeah. you know... Seems we're in that era, so. Mm-hmm. But definitely go check out Elvis, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It may destroy you, but maybe after you sample a little Boz and Sinister Six down the line. I- I'm excited, like, because mm-hmm. I-, I saw, like, a lot of Boz stuff through, like, Lindsay Ellis's video, oh, like, yes. and I, yeah. I'm, I'm always, I've just been putting off Moulin Rouge to watch with you, so yeah. I, 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 by all means, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, Australia, is Australia him? Yes. Okay, then that, save for you and Grant, I'll, mm-hmm. if we ever... If we have five hours to, to watch that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, may happen, Dan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yes. so uh, check that out if mm-hmm. you like Elvis. Mm-hmm. Um, That's all my news. That's all I got. Um, I got a handful of small things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pleased the whole way through. I know a lot of people weren't, but 
the the final episode was really good, mm. and it addressed all of the things that I would imagine redditors have been complaining about, and you know, I I got to give it because like when he's given when they're all given better material to work with, like Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen can indeed act, mm-hmm. and like they get like an emotional moment that I'm not I won't spoil, but it's like. It's very well done, and for all of, like, the crap about cinematography and everything that this show had received up until that this point, like, even the Red Letter Media guys were put off by, like, the shaky cam in one of the episodes, um, there's, like, really good little simple, like, moments where, like, lighting and camera angles are used, and I'm like, I don't see stuff like that in Star Wars very mm-hmm. often. Like, that's, that's you know, those are, like, filmmaking yeah. techniques, but I don't see it in Star Wars, mm-hmm. usually. Um, but very good. Like, there's this, there's this, uh, there's, like, a stretch where, um, similar to what happened in Rebels, like, Darth Vader's mask is, is broken, and it does, like, this excellent job of, like, kind of going between Hayden's speaking voice and then the Darth Vader voice as mm-hmm. he's, like, speaking. It's it's done very well. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it gives these two, like, a good little side adventure before A New Hope. And there's still room for, like, stuff to happen if they want to do a season two of it. Mm. And I gotta give a shout-out to the little girl who plays Leia, too, because she was great. Mm. And, and, like... A child actor? Yeah. Good. And I don't usually... <laughs> I, I, I usually find them obnoxious, but mm. she was... Like, she portrays, like, Leia's, like, confidence and stuff really well. And, and again, I was talking about how, like, there were all these things that, that Redditors were like, Yeah, it could be a new hope that... I'll just do my internet guy voice, but... Mm-hmm. How come Leia had a new hope? Says Obi Wan Kenobi when she said, "But and then this one, like, like Leia is like a little professional, and then mm. oh, when they depart, Obi Wan's like, hey, you know, we had a cool, but yeah, you know, like an adult talking to a kid, yeah. and he's like, hey, we had a pretty cool adventure, but you know, uh, a princess can't be seen associating with a with a Jedi, you know. So if if we ever meet again, you Pretend know, you don't know me, yeah, and it, and it's like it's like a cute little moment, mm-hmm. but it's like." Okay, maybe maybe Leia remembered that. Maybe we don't have to worry, worry about, about details yeah. like that. <laughs> maybe but it's like it's just there. Yeah, and it was it was good, and I I loved it mm. every step of the way. Um, and then uh, I started the boys. Oh, you yeah. know this is a series that a lot of people other than you watch and have recommended to me, but I won't watch it. <laughs> no, superheroes. I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Um, but uh, I finally started last night, and I'm kind of hooked mm-hmm. already. So. That's a big deal because I don't find shows very often. Yeah. Um. But the uh, yeah, it, it's. I don't know. How, I don't even know how to describe it. I need to watch more to yeah. give a description. Like, but it's it's it's. If anyone's put off well, it's by a take on like the jaded superhero, right? Yeah, yeah. It, but it's done like it's done in a way that reflects a lot of modern celebrity culture and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah. I'm starting that. I'll probably hopefully within like a week or so I'll be I'll be done. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got that going on. Mm. Um, I do believe that's all the news I have. Well then, you have instructed me to work on a few tangents. Mm-hmm. I know you have one here, but I focused mainly on one that you gave me last week. I do okay. have um, a fair ideas for 
Um, all of them that you've given me, but I chose that we're going to, or I've chosen that we're going to focus on the legendary beast today. Okay. Um, I thought that that would be a grand, uh, you know, legendary trio to make the center point of our game. Yes. Um, so, I proposed a little thing. What did we love about legendaries in the previous Pokemon games? And the one thing that stuck out of my mind, even though I wasn't a huge fan of this remake, was the Delta episode. Mm-hmm. I said, we're going to have a Delta episode this time, but it's going to char- it's going to star our three doggy friends, mm-hmm. uh, Suicune, Entei, and Raiko. For those of you who don't know, so you're going to go off to this island somewhere, or some side area of our, our nation, our, uh, our region, yes. that we're developing, and you're going to unleash some sort of Mayan Incan evil prophecy force Okay, that's going to be like... The cataclysmic end of the Delta episode, like a world-ending event that is immediately forgotten about as soon as you complete it. Mm-hmm. So it's like the world goes back to normal, but for that portion of the game, whenever it happens, you will be on this island, which is like um, a contained version of our entire ecosphere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just has a region for each of these. And I said, like, maybe you can unleash some sort of sinister force that takes its place, uh, takes form into like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure mask. That possesses each of these mm-hmm. and makes the legendary beast evil legendary beast. I love it. Because I think a lot of people would love that. Yeah. 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 So I decided to start with my favorite first. Now, our first gym, as you may recall, is a poison type gym. Uh, uh, dark. Uh, oh, dark. Sorry. Oh, well, this works anyway. Um, it fits into the same theme. I said, what would make Suicune bad? I love Suicune. It reminds me of Sailor Moon. We're going to make Suicune um, the Nega Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. like, the villain, like, mm-hmm. Queen Barrel-esque, and her typing, or their typing, is going to be water poison. Instead of purifying water, Suicune will now poison water. Okay, yep. love it. Yep. I put Evil Beauty Sailor Moon villain, good tie back to the first gym, too, because we had a similar thing going on where she was, like, built her mansion on, like, a sulfuric lake. Yeah, and her like signature yeah. is dark poison, yeah. So, so it's, yeah. All right. It, 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 no, it works yeah. perfectly. Yeah. This one I might need a little help with you on. But Raiko was the trickiest one for me. Um, I wanted to settle on either Electric gro- Rock or Electric Ground um, as kind of like a lightning rod sort of thing and make it appear as if it's a statue come to life. Like maybe it could fight it in a temple somewhere. Maybe it just like runs around causing damage at breakneck speeds a la Sloth and Full Metal Alchemist. It just crashes into things. But I thought that Electric Rock might be or Electric Ground might be an interesting topping, typing that we never see. Um I don't know how it would work, but... I think Electric Rock Mm -hmm. could be pretty... I mean, Mm. yeah, it could be either or. I just thought it would be cool if it was, like, one of those lion statues come to life, a la Arcanine and stuff, but more realistic. Like, it's a literal statue, just, like, possessed. Because I'm trying to think, because Electric Ground could be pretty cool, too, Mm -hmm. because... They cancel out, right? Yeah, Yeah, and it... It could be, if you have, if, if your mental image of it is mm-hmm. like a bigger lumbering thing, we could play up like the yeah. the rumbling thunder aspect of mm-hmm, it, like make mm-hmm. him a you big... You hear it, yeah, you hear it coming. Yeah, like make I him like a, a big thunderhead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in my notes, I'm gonna put rock or ground and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. see which one works yeah. best. Because and maybe I, I like he that. like causes earthquakes or something or like devastation, yeah, like, like... like yeah, the sh- renders the earth, like opens cracks in it and sends people into valleys and stuff. L- yeah, like the shock waves of his of the thunder mm-hmm. is is destructive yes. instead of light. Or, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
And then lastly, Entei. Entei was super easy. You said we needed more of this type last week. We're going to make him fire dark. Okay. He's going to be main fire dark baddie. He's going to get evil. He's not going to be daddy anymore. <laughs> I am Papa. Okay. Roar. Uh, we won't see that. And he's going to have power over shadows a la Pride in Full Metal Alchemist. So he's going to attack with fire. And in the shadows, he's going to have like reaching hands and such that lash out around him. Okay. Uh, so to to clarify, I love these, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, so to clarify, um, we uh, when you said that um, if each one has like an evil mask motif, mm-hmm. would I uh, design them on the principle that these were like these were the regular legendary beasts, and then mm-hmm. this like. Evil force presence, yeah. gave them like Aku Aku masks, yeah, yeah. and then that's what yeah. turns them. In. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's what I like. And then like maybe after you beat them, if you equipped it, they can change back to their forms again. Perfect, yeah. perfect. It'd be like a hold item or something. Um, okay, so okay, yeah, equipable. I just Masks. love that it's, like, a world-ending event that people are going to freak out, like, oh my god, we're all going to die, and then instantly forget about it as soon as you do it. Like, yeah. oh yeah, the weather was bad for that short span. I don't know exactly what was happening. Call them, like, the three calamities or something. Yep. Like, yep. and then, um... Mm-hmm. Or the three ancient evils. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we could we could make Mask Dude his own mm-hmm. separate Mon, too, mm-hmm. if we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could throw in Suicune Guy. Yes. Isuin. Oh, yeah. I would, I would love to draw some updated Isuinor, yeah. e- e- like he's mm-hmm. at our region and he's like older and jaded yeah. and ne- oh, that'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so to clarify, yes. uh, you know, to 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 make sure that I design everything down the correct scheme. Yeah. Um, do you want this to be? Because uh, right now the way that the map is set up. Mm-hmm. The uh, the islands that we've been referring to are like Haiti, the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. and then the chain of islands that is mm-hmm. to the east it, of it. It doesn't have to be an island. It could literally be like in that rainforest area. Maybe it could just be like a side area there. And then they like roam around the region because they are roaming. And you have to like hunt them down and like causes catastrophic effects wherever they may go. Uh, well, we do have a big boy in, okay. the, in, in the rainforest. Okay. okay. Um, so, would the preference be that uh, that this is related to that mega evolution episode, or or is or do you want this to be a separate thing? I mega think it evolution could be just... separate, so it's not okay. too action packed. Like literally, you can hop on a boat and be like, "Something's happening over there in the DLC area." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> go uh, investigate. I like it. All because... a sword and shield because they just had big tree. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and. Now again, I just I happen to love this world building crap, mm-hmm. so I will add as as many things as we need to yes. the larger region map. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we want to have a certain space for mega evolution, and that'll be DLC one, mm-hmm. and then this stuff with the legendary beasts will be the finale DLC two. Yes, or, and we'll, you know we'll we'll make sure that both of them have like uh, a place in there, and that mm-hmm. way I can design even more. Yeah. crap to my heart's content yes yes <laughs> so yeah i like it mm-hmm. it'll be perfect because mm. there's tons of we, there's tons of islands that we that we haven't used yet yeah. in within the the mm-hmm. you know of all of the available countries and and stuff that we have access to yeah um 
we have a port at the Panama Canal mm-hmm. for all this event stuff. We mm-hmm. got we got we got a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say two DL two paid yeah. DLC wow. at, a, at yeah. twenty dollars a pop. Yeah. That's what you know. You get the full package. <laughs> Turn this sixty dollar game into a hundred dollar game. Yeah. yeah, that's how we do it, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it though. Yeah. So that'll be the the we'll do. Um, so, fo- so when you go to do that mega evolution prompt that mm-hmm. I gave you, mm-hmm. uh, with the mat, like the anime master yes. and then the, the mega evolution guy, uh, that'll be one thing. Yes. That'll and be this like, will be the other thing. This will be the other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll design, maybe I'll, I'll figure out what the best area to do this all in yeah. is accordingly. Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be perfect. Yeah, or maybe you hop on a plane and head somewhere else. We could. Yeah. We haven't we haven't done a plane in a while, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could easily stick an airport somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe like in the flying city or something. Yeah. Love it. Yep. <laughs> I did that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so with one tangent down, mm-hmm. I will give you one extra one. Okay. It is not a priority. Maybe priority for the summertime, mm-hmm. but the the anime master and the mega evolution guy are probably still greater priority. Yes. Uh, but uh, with summertime sadness as the theme. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, the Perenna region uh, is tropical. It contains a lot of uh, you know beach areas. Mm-hmm. One of our elite four members is a surfer girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our like out of the way cities is Baja, mm-hmm. which has like surf spots and everything um uh, elite four girl is already covered with a signature we designed that one behind the scenes a while ago mm-hmm. um but think of some mons that would be at home on a beach mm-hmm. that uh you know maybe tourists might have problems with uh you know they hang on sandy beaches or adjacent to them uh you know mm-hmm. overlooking the waves okay. that kind of thing right. a good little summer theme because uh, we don't have a lot of that biome covered anyway. Okay. So, uh, that's that's my problem. But excellent prompt. This is going to be fun. Mm. Um, okay. Without further ado, there's a whistle blowing. Is there? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going, Dad? Uh, <laughs> we're going on a train ride. Oh, boy. Buckle up, buttercup. In t- <laughs> it, 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 into our imaginations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it is time to talk about the Mugen Train movie, uh, and I am very excited yeah. to do it. Um, Dan's been holding this one in. So we're going to roll out the drawing board. Yes. And the drawing board today, uh, he's looking a little weird. Yeah. It's the Spiritual Core Edition. Hmm. So drawing board is compressed into a glass <laughs> ball. Okay. Uh, and he's floating against a serene landscape. Is he comfortable landscape. like that? No. Oh. No, it's it's pretty it's pretty terrifying. Okay, uh, but well, it's it's peaceful. It's, usually, I just stick a little outfit on drawing board and yeah. <laughs> call it a day. Uh, yeah, this is well. This is this challenge is, his beliefs, I guess. This is <laughs> at the center of of drawing board's mind. Uh-huh. Uh, this is this is the core of what whatever whatever perceives, drawing board yeah. whatever drawing board perceives <laughs> the rotom that is there. Yeah, uh, that's that's. <laughs> That's their dreams. Yeah. Uh, don't poke it. I won't. I'm not um, gonna get near that thing. <laughs> so, um, it's been a, it's been a minute. So let's uh, let's go into a little recap of uh, mm-hmm. of what was going on when we left off. Uh, Tanjiro and his friends faced a family of spider demons uh, led by Rui of the Twelve Kazuki mm-hmm. uh, Kazukai, sorry, on Mount Nadagumo. Uh, despite Tanjiro remembering the Hinokami Kagura, he Flashed back to his father's um, ritualistic fire dance. dance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, despite remembering that, and Nezuko also unlocking her blood demon art, boiling blood, mm-hmm. um, 
was kind of subverting expectations. Uh, th- that did not. That was not enough to defeat Rui. Mm-hmm. Instead, they managed to do some damage to him. But the final blow was struck by Giyu of the twelve Hash- of the Hashira, mm-hmm. uh, and he with uh, Giyu being revealed as the Water Hashira. Um, so Zenitsu nearly gets turned into a baby spider. Yes. Um, but he is saved at the last minute by the insect Hashira Shinobu, mm. uh, the, the butterfly-themed lady who mm-hmm. is constantly smiling, yes. uh, despite the circumstances around her. Uh, Inusuke seems to be rather despondent over his inability to stop the father spider di- demon, the big daddy one, yep, yep. Um, basically not even managing to make like a successful scratch on him uh, until Giyu showed up and just beheaded him instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Inosuke was tied to a tree and knocked out. Um, uh, Tanjiro and Nezuko are then brought before the Hashira, um, and Nezuko manages to prove that she can resist the bloodlust that demons are generally cursed with. Mm-hmm. Um, the one uh, rather edgy wind Hashira, remember, cuts his arm open yes. and drips it on her. To tempt her, but she didn't fall for it. Yes. Um, and, and again, it's kind of restated that uh, collectively... Um, Master Urokage, Giyu, and Tanjiro are kind of bound by this thing where if Nezuko ever so much as harms a human, they will all yeah. uh, commit seppuku. They will... Th- that yeah. That is it for them. Yes. That They are honor-bound to make sure that she doesn't hurt anyone. Um, uh, Kagaya uh, Uba... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss... Ubuyashiki, mm-hmm. uh, who is the leader of the Demon Slayer Corps. He was the young-looking individual mm-hmm. with, like, the scars running across mm-hmm. his eyes. Uh, he see, he officially sanctions Tanjiro and Nezuko's quest and suggests that Tanjiro do his best to defeat the Twelve Kizuke and Muzan Kitsubuji himself. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was basically... He had basically been sanctioning them before this anyway, but he was like, well, if the Hashira... If you can't prove yourself to them, then that'll be that. But mm-hmm. he clearly knew what was going to yes. happen anyway. He has faith that Tanjiro can make some positive changes here. Mm. Um, the Hashira meeting begins, uh, and uh, Kaguya exp- uh, Kagaya sorry, expresses uh, the confidence that he has in the Hashira. He says, this is the best generation of swordsmen that I have raised in my time as the leader of the Demon Slayer Corps, mm-hmm. and it's necessary now more than ever because this conflict with the demons is escalating rapidly and you know we we can't keep throwing young people at this conflict to die forever uh because muzan kitsubuji seems content to keep escalating and keep doing this but it's it's taking a toll on the humans basically they can't do this forever um but he's confident that they that they will be the generation that ends him. Uh, so uh, Tanjiro and his friends were all all still horribly wounded after the battle on Mount Nadagumo. Uh, so Tanjiro and his friends then begin their rehabilitation training at Shinobu's Butterfly Mansion. Hmm. Um, and that's another thing I, I've stated it before that I really like that this series does is that um, they. Like, all of the necessary, like, athleticism and training that goes into making humans even able to fight against these demons mm-hmm. constantly has to be maintained, and there is still a huge power gap between 
humans and demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like, you know, Tanjiro was badly injured, um, but uh, one big thing is that because he, you know, he had been injured for so long, and because he hadn't been practicing his breathing techniques mm-hmm. like any other athletic thing, if you stop doing it for a little bit, yeah. you'll fall way behind, and it, it the rehabilitation arc kind of goes into him getting his groove back and trying to figure out how he can keep improving. Yes. Uh, so that's when we'll, we'll get into uh, what we're skipping. Yes. Because we're skipping, um, you know, like four or five episodes mm-hmm. uh, to get to the events of this movie. Again, it, it's 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 comprised of the rehabilitation training arc. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are properly introduced to uh, Kanao Tsuyori, uh, who is Shinobu's protege, and another demon slayer who was present at Tanjiro's final selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the, the the girl outside the mansion that they he, ran into. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and she she was also she all briefly appeared at Mount Nadagumo where she was about to kill Nezuko and mm-hmm. Nezuko like shrunk mm-hmm. to, to avoid her. Yes. Um, so there there's uh, other gals at the Butterfly Mansion. <laughs> uh, one is uh, Oi uh, Kenzaki, uh, or uh, I'm, Aoi. I'm bad. Aoi. Kenzaki, uh, she's very much like an Asuka type. She's got the pigtails. She's like, you know, angry mm-hmm. at all of them, but she cares. Um, and then three little gals named <laughs> Sumi, Kyo, and Naho, mm-hmm. who like just become Tanjiro's like surrogate fan. Like, like yeah, yeah oh, like okay. they, they, they like they are the most positive ones mm-hmm. there, and they're like, we, we, we can help you train. Like, here's some tricks that they use, and mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they services like coaching squad mm. while he's recovering um we get a backstory for shinobu and Kanao also by extension uh shinobu had an older sister uh Kine, who was uh also a demon slayer uh kanye was uh much more positive than uh shinobu she was like you know take charge boulder um, but she was killed by a demon, uh, and then Shinobu resolved to constantly maintain a happy facade uh. in spite of the seething hatred that she mm. has for demons underneath. Um, and, and she, like, she and Tanjiro kind of have this conversation on the roof of the mansion, like, how strange she finds it that he cares for a demon, and he's, and she's like, you know, it's interesting that Maybe someone could be friends with a demon, but, like, I can't mentally put my chips mm-hmm. on that bet yeah. because I, I just despise demons yeah. so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Kanao, meanwhile, was uh, freed from a slave trader by the two older sisters and adopted by them. Uh, due to her traumatic upbringing, Kanao was... Uh, uh, unable to make even basic decisions because she had only ever been ordered around and abused mm-hmm. prior to that. Uh, uh, originally, Shinobu was like, "Oh, she's she might be a lost cause. She's you know she 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 can't do anything for mm-hmm. herself." Um, but uh, Kane gave her you know he's like, "No, no, no. We're gonna be patient. Mm-hmm. Slow steps." And she gives her a coin to flip whenever she has to make a decision mm. that she's not ordered to like do. Like a certain someone. Like a certain someone, but not evil. Mm. Uh, just like, you know, she... she. And to this day, she still uses that coin whenever she's not ordered to do something. And Tanjiro and Kanao share a very cute scene involving a coin flip. Mm. Because Tanjiro's like, you know, I gotta go on another mission, but 
you know, maybe someday I'd like to see you again, if that's cool. Mm -hmm. And we can do more training and stuff. And Kanao goes to, like, flip the coin to decide, like, okay, do I say yes to seeing this person again? And Tanjiro catches it, and he's like, just do whatever makes you happy. And then gives her the coin back. And it's like, and Kanao seems smitten with him. Mm. So it's like, it's a very cute scene. I hadn't seen Tanjiro interact with somebody like that Mm -hmm. yet in the show. So it's like... Maybe there's something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that builds into something, I don't know because I I haven't spoiled what's ahead. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was cute. Uh, so I don't I, I don't know if she's love interest territory, but mm. we'll see. Um, the boys spend multiple months, I think at least three months, in rehabilitation training. Uh, Tanjiro starts practicing total concentration constant uh, and focuses on improving his lung capacity. There's multiple scenes where. The three little gals are like, oh yeah, our older sisters train by inflating their lungs to the point where they can destroy this <laughs> giant terracotta urn just oh. by breathing into it. Huh. And Tanjiro can't even do it with like a little like plant pot at mm-hmm. first, but then he trains himself up to be able to break one of these things with his breath alone. Mm. Um, so it's it's all about getting the lung capacity up, because in this show that's how chi flows... And that's that enables stronger techniques. Um, Inosuke and Zenitsu get their respective <laughs> grooves back because uh, Zenitsu's limbs steadily <laughs> return. Yeah. And Inosuke is kind of like, um, I'm a little hazy on what the exact flashback is, but it's definitely still related to like that old woman who gave him clothes. And mm-hmm. he's like, "All right, I wasn't strong enough this time, but, but next time, yeah." And, and it's very much, they have, like, a very much shonen protag dynamic where when they see Tanjiro making progress with his training, um, like, Inosuke becomes jealous that he's getting stronger, mm. and Zenitsu gets jealous that the girls are, like, praising him. So both of them resume their own training to, to catch up to him mm. in that regard. Um, Tanjiro and Inosuke receive new swords from their previously introduced blacksmiths. Uh, we see that Inosuke actively carves those <laughs> serrated teeth into his sword with a rock, uh, which really pisses off the blacksmith that gave him those, because he's not supposed to do that. Um, Tanjiro asks Shinobu about his Hinokami Kagura. Uh, she is unfamiliar with it, but speculates that it is not the same thing as conventional flame breathing. There's mm. a little, you know, world-building thing here where it's like, okay... You felt the energy taking the form of fire, but it could be fire breathing, it could be flame breathing, but those two things are not the same thing. That sounds like a different technique. Mm. Um, But uh, if you want to get a better idea about it, you should ask the flame Hashira, uh, Kirojiro Rengoku, who, big red and yellow hair guy at the Hashira meeting, the one that I liked. Uh, He is there. Um, But he is currently away on a mission. (laughs) Uh, Then... We cut to uh, what, what seems to be the main base of, of Muzan. He is, uh, it's, it's an excellent, very well animated scene. Uh, it's like this, all of these like um, paper dividing walls, like lapping into this uh, like MC Escher mm-hmm. pocket dimension space. Mm-hmm. Like, so people are standing like at different angles and mm-hmm. everything. Um, Organization 13, yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm well aware. So uh, Muzan summons the lower ranks of the 12 Kizuki. Uh, He's disgusted by their their routine failures and begins killing them one by one. Because he's like, 
you lower ranks aren't even worth having around. You've been beaten one after the other. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need to trust, like, the veterans for this. Mm-hmm. And the last one remaining, Enmu, uh, lower one, is spared because he expresses how much he enjoyed <laughs> watching his comrades getting mm. killed. Yeah. He's like, um... He's into it. Like, we see Muzan, like, flex for the first time. Like, he... Mm-hmm. Instantly kills them, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he yeah. flexes, and it's, like, mm-hmm. this abominable... Like, this grotesque Maduka, like, yeah. b- like uh, just... Akira, yeah. Eldritch thing yeah. comes out of mm-hmm. him and kills them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Enmu just sucks up to him, and he's like, Oh, that m- those murders were the <laughs> most beautiful thing yeah. I have ever seen, mm-hmm. my lord. Mm-hmm. And, and Muzan's like, hmm... He's a sociopath. I'll promote him. Mm-hmm. And so Enmu gets another dash of Muzan blood and is ordered to go out and kill a Hashira. Mm. Not, I don't know if it's it's specified which one, but he's like, bring me the like, head of a Hashira. One of our loves, killing and, them. Um, <laughs> and Tanjiro, if he can find the boy, because all of the 12 Kizuki have general orders to find the boy with the Hanafuda earrings mm-hmm. who keeps pissing Kibutsuji off. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanjiro and his friends depart on their next mission, uh, where they are ordered to investigate the Mugen train, where 40 humans have disappeared. A ghost train! (laughs) Um, so then, uh, as I'll get to in a second, uh, this arc was adapted into a stretch of the anime, it's Mm. the first half of season two, and it, it, it's, it expands it, Mm -hmm. um, expands upon it, gives characters some extra moments and stuff, um, and I'm not including it today uh, for brevity's sake, um, but I do sincerely recommend watching episode 27, Flame Hashira Kirajuro Rengoku. Uh, is it because he's your favorite? It is because he's, mm. but it's it's a very good episode. Okay. Uh, Rengoku investigates the Mugen train himself, which is currently undergoing repairs. Uh, despite the train developing a frightening reputation, it is slated to re-enter hmm. service because... <laughs> They don't have a lot of trains. That's yeah. still like a fairly recent thing. So it's like, yeah, it's it's yeah, got people ghost have stories. Disappeared on it, but come on. But we got to put it back in the service. So um, he, he like uh, he uncovers and confronts a demon at the engine shed, mm-hmm. uh, who then targets a pair of uh, bento vendors that Rengoku had met earlier in the day. Like the demon smells their scent on him. Mm-hmm. And it had kind of been a thing where the demon had previously just been kidnapping people from that village. So he's like, oh, you made friends with these two. I'll get them. I'm going to get them. And Rengoku, in a rather impressive display, uses some breathing techniques to kind of super speed run down the tracks to catch this demon and kills him before he can harm the Mm. old lady and her granddaughter. Uh, The old lady then uh, recognizes or remembers that when she was a child, she was saved by the previous flame Hashira, Mm. Rengoku's father. Wow. Um, Look at that. Like, that seems to... uh, to, Yeah, it it seems to make Rengoku, like, contemplate stuff for a second, Mm -hmm. which we'll get into in the movie proper. Um, But uh, Rengoku was confident that the demon that he killed was not strong enough to be the cause of the disappearances, because as earlier episodes established if a demon has already consumed 40 humans they would be they would be far above any like lower tier grunt who's just mm-hmm. getting killed like this um so uh the mugen train has definitely given off creepy vibes <laughs> but this demon was probably only 
sent out as a distraction, and he decides to to board the Mugen train itself when it departs, um, you know, because that's the only way he's probably going to lure the main demon out, and uh, he buys all of the, the vendor's bento boxes, and that's where we we'll find him. We'll take the lot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, except they're not eldritch beings. Yes. Um, so then that brings us to Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie, Mugen Train. Wow. Uh, this adopts the manga arc of the same name. The film was released on October 16th, 2020 in Japan and mid-2021 internationally. Uh, the film was directed by uh, Haru Sotazaki, written by UFO Table staff, and produced by UFO Table in association with Anaplex and Shueisha. Uh, it was released during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, and it grossed over four hundred, uh, five hundred and four million dollars wow. at the worldwide box box office, making it the highest grossing <laughs> film of twenty twenty. Wow! As we as we mentioned back then, yep. and I didn't believe you then, but now that it's in writing, I can't object. <laughs> but because uh, I, I referenced the you know amazingness of that feat back when it came out, um, but yeah, this was. This was the first time that a non-Hollywood production topped the annual box office for a given year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the first time uh, that uh, it, it set like a ton of other records, uh, becoming the highest grossing Japanese film of all time, taking that title away from Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the highest grossing R-rated anime film, animated in general film of all time, uh, and in the United States... It is the second most successful anime <laughs> film of all time behind Pokemon, the wow. first movie. So All which we have on this podcast. Yeah. Just scroll through and listen. Set of uh, set a lot of records. So, um, you know, kind of... In, in a technical sense, the releases viewed as kind of like a perfect storm of different factors coming together. Uh, fewer movies were obviously out during the pandemic, and those movies that were out were generally not enough to draw theatergoers back in, mm. as we can attest to. Uh, the sequential release of the manga, anime, and then this film was basically the perfect, literal uh, hype train mm-hmm. literally. to, to uh, release a property like that. There. Because it kind of... The manga got a lot of publishing stuff, mm-hmm. followed by the anime, followed immediately by this movie, so mm-hmm. it was like... Was this always intended to be a movie, you think? Or you know? Um, or was it originally part of the series? Because you said, like, the first episode... Like, touched upon it? Do you think they were always planning a movie of this portion? I... I would say so. Mm. I I would say, at the very least, it was a deliberate choice, because anime has done that before anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, where a movie comes out, and then it gets adapted into a later anime arc anyway. Mm. Um, So it's probably not out of the question. It might have been like a... It it might have been one of those things where it's like, we can get a season out, and then we Mm -hmm. can get this storyline covered in like a two-hour movie Mm -hmm. so we'll do it keep attention on the brand for a bit and then we can always add stuff to it when we do a season two because the second season didn't come out until this past year um so it it, yeah I, i would assume it's deliberate um but it's done in a much better fashion than like the dragon ball super stuff was like <laughs> yeah. that's another recent one but the animation does not dip uh for that um because it's like an expanded retelling uh, that I, I do recommend watching. The opening is a bop for that stretch. Mm. Uh, but again, I just chose the movie for for time purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film currently holds a 98% wow. approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, with the consensus being Demon Slayer's visually stunning animation and masterful action set pieces serve a heartfelt plot 
that is sure to satisfy fans. Mm. Um, and it's just I I just awesome that this film managed to do what do it did. Yep. Like it, like a lot of movies, like like anime films, are slowly getting to that point. Mm-hmm. Like um, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. also had a very strong box office run. Like mm-hmm. it's they're doing well. Yeah, you know it, it's it's good to see. Warms the heart. Um, so, major themes of this movie. Dreams are the <laughs> Dreams. centerpiece of the film, owing to the uh, villainous Enmu's powers. Song? Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, Tanjiro and Rogoku's dreams kind of revolve around like their past tragedies and losses, mm-hmm. um, and how those kind of stick with the two of them. Um, and then once again, perseverance in the face of both real and metaphorical demons uh, is, is, uh, remains a major theme. Mm. Uh, so what makes up a person's spiritual core... How is that affected by outside factors? And without our our dreams and our ambitions, what what are we? What would be left of us? Um, would we be no better than the demons? I don't I don't know. But uh, very excited to showcase this. Um, mm. It's not it's not like a very complicated story, but it's a it's a very cool one. So mm-hmm. any any previewing expectations? Well, I've heard this movie championed every which way till Sunday, and yet I'm not I'm still in the dark about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting the unexpected, and mm-hmm. I want to know why this movie is so good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just sitting on the tracks waiting for it to hit me, Dan. Well, I don't know if that's the best way to. Yeah. Put it, but <laughs> well, you know, that way I get the full force of the train. Unless a snidely whiplash, yeah. or, you know, tied well, you to him. But I, I mean, it, it's got nothing but praise. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll throw my hat in the ring. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I do hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this should be interesting to our fans to, to listen to us talk about. There'll be a lot to cover. Yes. Uh, but uh, it's like uh, there's clouds of steam going up, <laughs> going up, wheels rolling. Uh, <laughs> Where's it going, dead in the sky? <laughs> uh, you know, bento boxes are loaded. Yeah. Passengers are sleeping. <laughs> And there's a ghost of art, so uh, (laughs) stick to your tickets, please. Mm -hmm. We'll be back after the break. back we just watched uh, demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba the movie mugen train any initial thoughts was the subtitle the boohoo choo choo already taken it should have been (laughs) (laughs) i mean i didn't expect half that shit to happen how was that not revealed to me or spoiled to me beforehand i'm surprised it wasn't i I didn't know anything about that that was i i mean that's the main like thing of the movie is that uh no Got to experience some loss. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to happen, especially. I mean, spoilers, obviously, going forward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We will spoil it. Well, as always. Mm -hmm. um, I guess one extra lore note 
to... Because I don't know if it... I think it was filled in in the manga, and then it was included in supplementary stuff for this movie. Um, but uh, Enmu, mm-hmm. in life, was a doctor who performed very, uh, like, grotesque okay. oh, experiments. Okay. He was not a good doctor, and he was, like, I, I think, like, you know... Mm-hmm. He basically became a demon to get away from the mm-hmm. the consequences of those well, actions. We didn't get any, uh, um, you know, sad story for him. No, no, but but he but he is like a full blown sociopath. Mm. So it's like he he you know he's probably not one of the ones who would get that. If anything, it was just like oh I failed the master. So mm-hmm. and he gets similar to uh, Envy last week. He yes. gets his uh his little Hedora blob yeah. monologue at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, I would assume that the demons who get to stick around longer get a little more background. And it might be the case that in the anime arc, uh, Enmu gets, um... A little bit more backstory. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, his backstory does exist. Yes. So it might get filled in there, might get filled in elsewhere, but, uh, that, that's, you know, an element of his character. Mm-hmm. So, um... Uh, we begin. Uh, Tanjiro Kamado, his sister Nezuko, Zenitsu, and Inosuke uh, board the Mugen train. Well, before uh, that, we see Kagaya in his uh, his children's little oh, yes, graveyard yes, setting, course. going, so many have lost, been lost. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Kagaya's like walking through the massive graveyard that and he I has. I didn't know this would be a bookend to the film. <laughs> mm, because he's lost many mm. of people he considers children. So. And he'll lose another. Uh, yeah, he's walking through his garden, and he's, like, you know, he's kind of counting, like, reciting their names, Mm -hmm. so he remembers all of them, and, you know, he's, like, this is going to keep going on for as long as, like, this war with the demons continues. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh... But then, (laughs) no time for grieving, because there's a fun train, Dan. Yes, (laughs) and, and the thing was, uh, like, the anime episode that precedes this, and, like, the branching off point is that Tanjiro and the Goober squad are, they arrive at the station, and Inosuke thinks that the train is a big land monster, like, Uh. it's a big, like, smoke-belching dragon thing, Mm -hmm. and he tries, like, throwing shit at it and fighting it. Uh, drawing the attention of the cops, uh. um, and again, as as one lore note, um, the Demon Slayer Corps are not sanctioned by the government. They are a secret organization, so if the authorities encounter somebody walking around with a sword, you can't really use that as an excuse that you're a, you're a Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. So they would still be in trouble. Um, so they they run along with the train and hop onto the back of it, yeah. uh, avoiding the cops and. Um, they, they go walking into the coaches, where uh, the Flame Hashira, uh, Kirojiro <laughs> Rengoku, is happily enjoying his bento box. Tasty! And uh, he's, he's taking bites from all of them, yeah. uh, shouting, tasty. And the, I just have to imagine, if you're a passenger on this train, you just hate all these people. Yeah, the NJ Transit passengers <laughs> are just, like, sitting there, like, oh my god, stop. Like, <laughs> well, I told Dan they wouldn't be eating this son, NJ Transit. <laughs> no. Uh, but they, uh, you know, so they, they go up and reacquaint themselves. Um, Rengoku kind of reiterates, oh yes, you're the one. Yeah, we get a slight backstory for, like, the series proper. Yeah, in case people (laughs) needed reminding. It it wasn't heavy-handed. It was, like, very minuscule. Mm -hmm. So I was fine with that. But he's still, like, touchy about, like, I know you're carrying the demon in that box, Mm -hmm. but 
it was approved, so I'll look the other way. Well, like, but, my one minuscule flaw would be, like, they slightly don't remember it, but then he's like, yes, I remember it. Yeah. I mean, they can't have met that long ago. It was, like, a few months or something, right, that they've been training? Yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. if, if even. I, I think it was three months mm-hmm. was the time skip. Um... So, uh, but anyway, they're, the, the, the goobs are on the train <laughs> the to... The goobs, that's their name. Uh, yeah, to... <laughs> the trio, uh, quadrio, uh, the, the quattro name. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the ghoul school. They're on the train to, you know, assist uh, Rengoku because over 40 people have gone missing yeah. on this train ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, now... Uh, you made a few. We got we had a few yucks about the length of this train. Yeah, because no one knows where's it going. I would assume that's that spookiness. Uh, yeah, that because it's the infinite train, so it's like the demons doing something to right. like, like expand the time. You know, he's yeah. got a. He's got. He's given it the Disney run around in the circle sort of thing. I I would assume because real time is passing because we you know yeah, eventually yeah, we arrive sun. at dawn. Yeah. But he's probably like doing something where it doesn't look like it's moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, soon after boarding, uh, they they have their tickets punched by a strangely uh, mm-hmm. malnourished boy man. A- Oh, well, they fight a demon first. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, they fight well, two demons, Well, first, right? Tanjiro and uh, uh, Red Hot bond. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a cute little bonding moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he asks about, like, do you know about the uh, the the, uh, the fire dance? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rinko's like, no, no, I don't! <laughs> and then he says, like, flame, water, wind, stone, and thunder are, like, the four main ones. Mm-hmm. The art styles, and then the rest branch off from them. And then he like reiterates like, "Oh, you're you you ended up with a black sword." Like mm-hmm. I've that... never heard of one being a Hashiro or whatever. Hashiro. Yeah, Hashira, yeah. Because <laughs> it means you're indecisive. Yeah. So it, uh, who knows? But mm-hmm. he's like, "I'll I'll take you on as my apprentice, mm-hmm. and then you'll be a, a master swordsman in no time." And uh, Tanjiro using different elements in this movie too, right? Like we've seen that. Did he always use fire? That was the big thing with Rui. Oh, okay. That was the that was the uh, uh, Kengen uh, the fire dance. Oh, okay. I, I miss. I'm... Okay, so yes, he uh, he learned that at the end of the episodes we watched. Yes, he uses he... water and fire now. Yeah, uh, water still being his main thing, and that's the one embodied mm-hmm. most by his dreamscape. Mm-hmm. But the fire thing is something that he inherited from his dad. Yeah. Uh, so I can assume he might learn the rest along the way. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I'm not actually sure, but. Uh... I'm interested to see if he does. Mm. Um, so they do manage to fight uh, two demons <laughs> who are kind of like standard fare for Rengoku. Yeah, the NYC subway. Show- yes. It's showtime, <laughs> folks! <laughs> uh, but right off the bat, beautiful animation yeah. with these fights. Yeah, they're bending, they're having fun. Um, like, uh, Rengoku takes out one. Uh, and then there's another one that looks a lot like the man-eater bug from Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes. He gets taken out. Uh, but Rengoku is clearly not satisfied, uh, you know, because they, they they don't declare it a victory. They're not like, we've solved the problem here, mm-hmm. time to go. It's just, let's wait. Yeah. Um, and uh, they are soon, you know, after they have their tickets punched by not Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. they fall asleep. And we see that a, uh, a strange demon who is first shown as a little hand with an eyeball and a mouth on it, mm-hmm. is instructing a group of kids yeah. to, you know, enact their plan. A group of Oliver Waifs. Yes. <laughs> just the, I just want a good dream, Dan. Uh, but it, one recurring thing is that the the constants on this train, uh, like these kids and the conductors and the engineer are all 
they all look exhausted. They mm-hmm. all have insomnia, mm-hmm. more or less, because Dream Boy is, yeah. is doing that. Freddy Krueger. Um, so they, uh, like, the, the demon slayers are put under, they're uh, asleep, and the children are instructed to tie small enchanted ropes to them, mm-hmm. Inception style, mm-hmm. to enter their dreams and destroy their spiritual core. Yeah, which is like, when you're dreaming, that's when you're at your most vulnerable. Yes. You go into the dream, you go into like this Kingdom Hearts-ish yes. void, which we'll discuss. And, and it's that everyone's unique. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different for everyone, yeah. but they, they show like a little diagram where it's like the, the meaty center yeah. and then the gooey nougat. <laughs> you got to tear out through the into the subconscious mm-hmm. and then floating around in that is the spiritual yeah. core. And, and if you stab yeah, that, they're gone. Yeah, they, there's nothing left of that person. Um, so they uh, the, the kids go into these dreams and, uh, you know, in exchange for this, they're confident that Enmu will grant them a peaceful sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first guy, the conductor who dies, is like, I just want to see my wife and kid again. Mm-hmm. And Enmu's like, oh, okay, dream of them. <laughs> but we don't know if yeah, he's, he's probably not mm-hmm. doing anything positive. Um, but while the kids are doing this, Enmu is standing... At the front of the train, kind of, like, musing mm-hmm. about how, like, ooh, this will be a good yeah, feast. Yeah, Shakespearean monologue. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dressed as, like, a conductor. I like, because he, he reminds cool me of, uh, of, uh, of, like, Will from Pokemon. Like, yeah. the, the psychic guy who yeah. doesn't get to do anything. Mm-hmm. He, it's it's kind of like that. But yeah. he's he's certainly, like, a, like a wicked cultured mm-hmm. type villain to contrast with the other one that shows up yes. uh, later on. So, uh, during their sleep, uh, you know, Tanjiro and his companions are all having mostly happy dreams. Yeah. Uh, Tanjiro reunites with his deceased family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zenitsu's Kiro- in a peach grove. With, with Nezuko. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, go, oh, I'll, I'll carry yeah. you over the river, oh we're having God. a date. And Inosuke is enacting, uh, Kirby Superstar, the Great Cave Offensive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with animal compatriots. Yeah, like, characters. The other... This is what Dan dreams, probably. Yeah. And I then, wouldn't have it any other way. And he gets to fight a giant centipede that looks like the train. Yeah. Uh, so he gets, like, a dungeon crawler, uh, mm-hmm. dream, and then Rengoku is dreaming about the day that he told his father, the previous Flame Hashira, that he had been promoted to the rank of Hashira. Mm. Uh, his father, whose face we don't see, is just despondent and like, it doesn't matter. Daddy doesn't care. You're still worthless, like, that's a worthless title. It, it's not going to mean anything. Yeah. And despite being hurt by this, uh, Rengoku, you know, goes out and he sees his uh, younger brother, Senjuro, or mm. Sanjuro, as we call it. Sanjuro. Um, he, you know, and, you know, despite the rebuffing that he had just received, he's like, you know, don't listen to him, mm-hmm. just, you know, you follow your dreams and, and keep doing your best, yeah. and, you know, that's the important thing. Like, that's the important thing for all of us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the, the girl who was charged with destroying Kiro, Kirojiro's core, uh, locates it, but... You know, it's it's kind of in this burning plane with a sky above it, um, but Rengoku's immensely strong spirit is enough to instinctively react. <laughs> to strangle her in the real world. Yeah, so yeah. in the real world his body responds and... Snatches her throat. <laughs> snatches her by the throat and holds her up, and they stay like that for the remainder, and presumably she's immobilized inside the dream. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Tanjiro is 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 walking around in Dream World, but he does realize that he is 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 dreaming. Yeah. He's like he's getting flashes of Nezuko back and mm-hmm. like seeing her box pop up. What's on the box? Yes, <laughs> style and like the siblings in his dream and the mom are just like, oh well, she's out. Yeah, yeah. And, and he even like I think he's loading the firewood into his pack at one point. He's like, okay, let's go, Nezuko. And he's like, why Wait did I second. say that? Yeah. I've been um, saying an awful lot of strange things. But he like eventually realizes that he has to like this is this is a dream uh well because he goes to get water Mm -hmm. and the other layer of his subconscious like yells at him like you need to you need to get out (laughs) uh and eventually when when tanjiro you know he he realizes what he has to do he tearfully says goodbye to his family again Mm -hmm. and a vision of his father says like what you need to cut is within swing your away grasp. tanjiro exactly swing away um yeah at, at the same time nezuko outside uses her demon blood art to uh burn away uh the you know the intruder's connections to, yeah. to tanjiro and the other one's dreaming aside from uh red hot yes they're like one of them's a clock tower reference as i told you yes it's like literally <laughs> a clock tower reference and then uh inonosuke is just Beating the shit out of this girl or scaring her in the yeah, game. He, yeah, yeah, like, he's the monster yeah. chasing her. Um, and meanwhile, in Tanjiro's one, the boy enters what you said was a Kingdom Hearts... It ri- literally uh, is the Kingdom Hearts 3 setting that is, like, heaven. <laughs> it came first, though. I don't know about that, Dad. I think Nomura was reading right, it and then yeah. he saw it. I think you're wearing weeb-colored glasses. <laughs> Well, we'll let the jury decide yeah. this. So we know Kingdom Hearts was in development for fifty nine years, Dan. But the manga debuted oh, first, God. so it, it would yeah. have had to have been. Uh, mm-hmm. So if Nomura didn't put that in before twenty sixteen, well, some other things it stole from other franchises <laughs> in here too. So don't worry. Um, but uh, the boy who is charged with killing Tanjiro's core. <laughs> Is finds himself in this tranquil water space. Yeah, and this also happens in Kingdom Hearts. The spirits lead him to the core, later we find, because he wanted to find it. Well, yeah. So taken aback by the kindness that was Tanjiro. He's like, wait, you're leading me to it? He's like, but why? Ooh, I feel bad. Because I asked? (laughs) And it's like, he has like little, the little sun sprites that are like leading uh, the boy around. Um, But uh, Tanjiro... Uh, in the dream, cuts his own neck and wakes up. Yeah, and, because if you uh, die in the dream, you just wake up. Yeah, well, the dream rules anyway. Like you, some some shock to your system to wake you up. Um, and uh, you know, he has Nezuko burn away the ropes on the other mm-hmm. demon slayers, um, and the kids confront him. Yeah, uh, including half heartedly the one that was in his dream that has is crying and has TB and is like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, these are kids who were manipulated because Enmu promised them good dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, Tanjiro just knocks them all out, uh, except for the one who went into his mind, uh, who he's just, who has had a change of heart after seeing Tanjiro's inner kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tanjiro was definitely pissed that this demon was doing that. Uh, Nezuko, you know, stays behind to try to wake up the others, while Tanjiro confronts Enmu on the top of the train. Yes. Uh, Enmu is very happy that he's found the boy with the Hanafuda earrings, um, because, you know, that's his other main yeah. mission. I thought he was gonna be one of the, like, the higher-ups, at least one of them. 
but we got the other guy in the end. Yeah. So yeah, this that dude... was another thing that took my expectations to the side, tossed oh. them off the rails, if you would. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because Enmu is lower one, yeah. and it, but he did get a boost of extra okay. uh, Muzan blood. All right. Um, so uh, they have like uh, like a really cool battle where uh, Enmu keeps using his like sleep mm-hmm. spell yes. on Tanjiro, but Tanjiro is you know at this point builds it into his instinct to go into his dream, slash his own mm-hmm. neck, wake back up, mm-hmm. and then re-enter and the fight. Yeah. And Enmu is like astonished by that because he doesn't usually encounter anyone who has that kind of this like willpower. Rascal. <laughs> and he, you know, Tanjiro keeps charging forwards. They have, like, a very, uh, you know, acrobatic fight on top yeah. of this train. And then en- Enmu sends him a nightmare with, like, his family. Yeah. Saying, like, you should have died. You didn't help us. Yeah, where You're were useless. you? useless, yeah. A- including his father. And he says, don't put my mom's name in your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did that first, yeah. so uh, he uh, he manages to behead Enmu, um, but uh, the day is not won yet. Yeah. Um, that he- was too easy, and we've got an hour and a half left. Uh, Enmu goes into jelly mode, into the top well, of the no, train. Well, no, he stole this from Paper Mario on the Thousand Year Door. It's just the smorg sequence. <laughs> That's right. I don't. I, uh, I replay that chapter, Dan. Tell me otherwise. The exact same thing happens. Well, uh, we're, we're focused on the present well, right you now. You know, you're saying a lot of things were stolen from this. <laughs> Maybe it was the other way around. Well, okay, it did. It couldn't have. Pre- it couldn't have uh, predated Paper Mario: The Thousand yeah, Year Door, but it could have predated Kingdom Hearts oh, Three. No. So <laughs> that's the only sticking All point. Right. Um, but. Uh, Enmu enters a more gelatinous form, and he's like, my whole body is yeah, the train. I, I saw that coming. I was yeah. like, alright, yeah. Because that's what he was doing up front. He mm. was like, he was buying time to merge his entire being with the train. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is literal, because his body is literally the train now. Yes. Um, so, uh, but Enmu announces his intention that, uh, since all of the passengers are basically inside his belly... Mm-hmm. I'm he gonna will, eat him. Yeah. Netting him like two hundred lives and substantial power increase. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, around this time, Inosuke manages to wake up, mm-hmm. and he uh, because like Nezuko lights him on fire <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so he you know charges uh, like up through the roof, uh, but then Tanjiro fills him in on what's going on. He's yes. like, "I was right. Uh, mm-hmm. We do gotta fight the train." Mm-hmm. Um, and he charges back down. And the main thing throughout this stretch is that. All of these, like, uh, uvula feeler things mm-hmm. inside the train are getting ready to absorb all of the yeah. humans that are in there. All 200 of them, they somehow protect. So they gotta, they gotta keep cutting through these things and stopping that. Uh, Nezuko uh, enters her more muscular form mm-hmm. and starts, starts slashing. Yeah. Um, but she is even briefly subdued, but uh, she is uh, saved at the last minute by Zenitsu, mm-hmm. who is still asleep, uh, but... That's good for him, because yeah. that's how his his abilities yeah. work. And then Flamin' Hot wakes up and is like, my, 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 what a mess. If the others saw how I handled this situation. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I couldn't show my face again. Um, but I do, I still want to note that the part where Zenitsu oh, enters yeah. into this is one of my faves. Yeah, in this. no, it's beautifully animated. The very, the fights are very fluid, especially this end fight. Because... Because he does his thunder breathing, and he moves through the coaches, and it's shot from, like, outside. Mm -hmm. And you just see the lights go out, yeah. Like, moving through the window. Mm -hmm. Love it. 
Yeah. Love it. That, no, that very sold cool. me. Wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, Rengoku wakes up. He's got to get down to business now. <laughs> um, and uh, they eventually, you know, meet up. He, Tanjiro and uh, Rengoku meet up and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, it's going to take someone of like my skill to cover all of these coaches five, to three, keep, five, you know. Yeah everyone from getting eaten, you have to go on ahead and try to find the demon's neck and kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Tanjiro keeps going forward, uh, Inosuke joins him, and they come to the train <laughs> of the Mugen train, the engine of yes. the Mugen train. Um, they, uh, they, you know, they enter the, the little cab, um, and Tanjiro senses that the literal neck bone of the demon is exactly. underneath and there's this the one engineer dude that's just there yeah like stop and he's he's also an insomniac yeah. and he uh you know we'll get to him in a second mm-hmm. um but you know so they 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 set to work at destroying the engine itself uh you know enmu reacts and starts yeah. In some body horror, reshaping the front of this, mm-hmm. or train horror, I should say, reshaping the Plato goo, yeah, around yeah. them to kill them. Um, but uh, you know they're fighting through this, and in the chaos, the conductor, who was also working for Enmu, runs up and stabs Tanjiro in the gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tanjiro does not fault him for it because they've all been deceived by this demon. Yes. Um, so uh, you know, together they they keep fighting. The uh, the eyes are trying to put them to sleep constantly. Yeah, the thousand eyes restrict yeah. is is activating. Mm-hmm. And but it's, you know, it's okay. It has a mask. Yeah, so the the demon can't focus on his eye, like can't lock eyes with him, so it doesn't work mm-hmm. on him. Um, but it's a really cool scene where Tanjiro keeps doing the thing where he falls asleep, yeah. slashes his neck, and then he like at one point he's like yeah. on the ground, the eyeball mm-hmm. manifests right next to him and flashes again, mm-hmm. and it's. And then he's in the real world. And, and he's, he's about like, to slash yeah. again. And Inosuke stops him and says, you ain't dreaming. Uh, but they're like, okay, like we gotta just focus our attacks together into the floor of the engine here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do. They, yeah. they, get they it, expose get that it. juicy neck bone. <laughs> mm. I was craving some neck bones. <laughs> <laughs> get a good stew going. Uh, uh, yeah. So Inosuke exposes it, and then Tanjiro uses his uh, Kengen Hashira to to slash or Hinokami Kagura, not Kengen Hashira. That's another. That's a fight. That's another video game. I don't know what that uh, is. Yeah. The, but he uses uh, the the fire technique to slash through the neck mm-hmm. bone, truly beheading Enmu. The who, train. Yeah, beheading the, <laughs> the train. train. <laughs> well, um, that's the train's head, Dan. <laughs> uh, which derails yeah. and someone stop the wheels of this crazy chain <laughs> uh and it's uh it was a it was a favored uh, theme song of grants so um, it all it all it all comes together yeah uh, but the train goes off the rails and crashes um <laughs> just like our podcast usually does <laughs> and then uh you know but everyone is okay yeah there somehow are... the old people fine there are a lot of people injured, yeah. but and we all later or get injured as in the train is on top of them. Yes, like with the like the 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 engineer and a few others are like pinned, but they manage to get them out. And we also get a line from Zenitsu that that Rengoku was like running around using techniques yeah. to like cushion people and save them, so that mm-hmm. not a single civilian dies yeah. in in this accident. Um, 
Tanjiro was laying on the ground, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Rengoku kind of heads up to him, and... Uh, well, oh yeah, Enmu gets his final monologue. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe this, it's a nightmare. If I was strong enough, I'd kill this boy. This brat. And uh, this ugly form. And then, uh, but Tanjiro is, is on the ground, and Rengoku kind of, like, talks him through using total concentration, constant breathing, yeah. to heal the wound in his in his gut yeah and i to, thought this was gonna be a nice little end i was like these two are having like a good bonding moment as tutor and student uh, uh, uh. and i was like who's that <laughs> and then this guy shows up i go who's that <laughs> which one's that one uh i saw him in the flashes when they're talking about the higher-ups yeah yeah, yeah. so uh and he was also on the blu-ray menu but well, I, don't I didn't think see that i didn't see that <laughs> so, uh but but uh yeah so uh, Tanjiro does manage to stabilize himself, but then they suddenly uh, sense the arrival of the upper three of the 12 Kizuki, mm. Akaza, mm-hmm. who is very much a martial arts-themed demon. Okay. Based on what he says and how he acts, he's like... Well, he punch. Yeah, he, he uses, you know, lots of martial arts-themed attacks. He describes himself as a martial artist and his big thing is ranting to Rengoku about like oh like Be you're a demon become a demon Want like to become a demon you're already close yeah. to perfect but you can truly be perfect if you if you you know accept my deal and yeah. become a demon become a demon um contract become a demon uh, yeah like yeah. just 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 like a certain cat but yeah. he um but that's his whole thing, is, like, in, in a few years, you can hit your peak as a human, mm-hmm. but then your body will start aging, and you'll lose it. Like, why would you yeah. do that? But why would you give up perfection? that's part of, like, being alive. Yes. going through that, dying and living. Yes, exactly. Um, so, uh, but, but Rengoku obviously refuses, and, uh, you know, it flashes back to his mother talking to him about how, like, even if you're born exceptional, if you're born strong or mm-hmm. smart... You use your gifts to help people. You don't hurt those who are weaker than you. Yeah. Which is a simple message, but I think one that resonates strong. We we still need that mm-hmm. these days. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, you know. I just thought it was a really specific conversation to be thinking about. <laughs> it's like yeah. a thing to say in the moment. Like, whatever you do, only help the weak and don't ever become a demon. Don't ever. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Um, and I also loved how the mom was like, "Well, I'm dying soon, so yes, yeah." And that's yeah. that we that's the piece that we get of of him that uh, presumably the mother passed away, and then mm-hmm. the the father was too despondent yeah. to even function. Uh, but the father is still his father is still alive, according mm-hmm. to dialogue, as well as his younger brother. Um, so uh, Rengoku orders Tanjiro and Inosuke to stand back while he and Akaza commence. In a, a fight to the death. Yes. And it's an awesome fight. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you know, uh, Akaza is going in there barefisted. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like using all of his martial arts techniques. He's punching the air and sending shockwaves through them. Uh, Rengoku is, is countering with his own sword techniques. Mm-hmm. And it's happening so fast that the goobers can't yeah. even perceive it. Because it's... they know they'll die if yeah. they want to help out too. Well, yeah, is yeah. like, if I yeah. even go near that be killed. scrap, yeah. it'll I'll be <laughs> obliterated. Yeah. So, uh, they, you know, they're fighting. Um, but it's very clear that, that no matter what Rengoku does, he cannot match Akaza's, like, regeneration skills. Mm-hmm. Like, he... 
any wound, like, even if he loses a limb, Akaza can just immediately regrow it mm-hmm. and then keep on fighting. Uh, you know, and it, we, we kind of see the force behind uh, Akaza's punches. Like, yes. at one point, he misses a swing, and the shockwave of it is enough to, like, cut across uh, Rengoku's, head. like, mm-hmm. forehead. We... It's just, I, I love how it's animated. Yes. Every... It's animated in such a way, and I've said this about fight scenes in the past, where you can feel the impact of each hit, mm-hmm. so you know, like, the tier of each character that's yeah. fighting. You know yeah. where they are, because uh, mm-hmm. of how heavy all of the hits are. Um, so, uh, they they have, like, uh, like this, this one, they kind of collide with two ultimate techniques mm-hmm. in the center, and uh, Rengoku does manage to get his sword into Akaza's neck. Yeah, but then as the smoke clears, we see that Akaza has gotten his fist into <laughs> Rengoku's gut. Yeah, right through <laughs> Rengoku's gut. Um, Akaza tries a follow-up attack, but Rengoku grabs that mm-hmm. arm and keeps trying to force his sword through Akaza's neck. Yeah. Because we see the sun is rising. Yeah. And... If, That's no good if you're a demon. Yeah, yeah, so if anything, Rengoku's plan, even if he dies, is to hold Akaza there until the sun rises, so the sun will do away with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Akaza does realize this. Yeah. Um, Inusoke and Tanjiro start running forwards mm-hmm. to try to help, but they do not arrive in time because Akaza basically tears his own limbs off. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we... we his arm was stuck inside Rengoku because Rengoku had presumably done his regeneration yes. breathing to fuse into his arm mm-hmm. to hold him there, which is a cool detail. Um, so uh, Akaza rips his own limbs off, breaks free, and runs into the adjacent forest. Yeah, and Tanjiro is fucking pissed. He is. Yeah. Uh, Tanjiro screams at him, uh, does a fire-breathing technique, and throws his sword mm-hmm. like you know, impales the and demon in the woods. I thought that was woods. gonna get him. I said, we're gonna get one for one here. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we did. didn't do that. Because he's out too How long is this series gonna be? We got all 13 of these people left, or however many. Well, less now, because, oh, okay. um... Uh, They've been killed off. In yeah. That uh, Muzan killed, like, six of them. Mm-hmm. I think, or five of them, and then and Muz dead. Um... So, you know, Akaza does get Tanjiro's sword through him, but he still manages to get away, and Tanjiro, like, screams and breaks down and calls him a coward, because it's like, no matter how tough you act, um, you know, your your kind always comes out and fights in the darkness, where you have the advantage, and, you know, just keep that in mind if you, if you ever feel high and mighty, because... You're not. Like, mm-hmm. you're fighting us with an advantage, and you run away when it's not going your way. Yeah. Um, calls him a coward. Uh, so, uh, Rengoku slowly succumbs to his injuries, and he encourages Tanjiro and his friends, uh, you know, to continue on his path. The, he advises them, he advises Tanjiro to check out his estate, where his brother and father live, to kind of give them some words of encouragement, and mm-hmm. to research his father's notes... Yeah about in case there's any like flame breathing technique that uh might be adjacent to Tanjiro. Mm-hmm. Um so the three are are well set your heart ablaze. Yeah, R- Rengoku tells, <laughs> you know, gives them those words of advice and then he sees a vision Mommy. of his, his mother. <laughs> Mommy. Uh, who tells him You did good, pig. Yeah, I'm proud of you. <laughs> That'll do. Um but Rengoku 
passes away. Which, big shock for me, honey. I didn't see that coming. You didn't. You yeah. looked over to me and you're I like, is he dying? that's Dan's like, favorite. He's dead? Yeah, he is. Yeah. All right. I, again, I'm I, I'm surprised that yeah. it wasn't spoiled for you and no. some, because that was, that was a... <laughs> That was a big I thing. I thought we were just going to ride a little train. And fight some ghosts, yeah. but no, it got serious. Uh, but the three are, are understandably devastated, yes. uh, with Tanjiro especially drawn into despair, <laughs> mm-hmm. because he feels like there is an impossible power gap between mm-hmm. humans and demons, namely... Every time there's a bigger wall. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love yeah. that line. Like and they're all crying, they're he, all booing. He's like, like, when I feel like I've finally you know, gotten down over one, one wall, wall, there's another bigger one. And, and my heroes are fighting on, on the, the other, other side. side, and I don't think I can join them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's cool, and he... Uh, you know, but then Inosuke kind of reminds yeah. him, like, to stop crying, and... He just said you could do it. Just yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's gonna take time, yeah. but they just, they just need to, to keep going. But they all, they all have a good cry yeah. about it. Um, the remaining Hashiras are all informed via the, their crows. The crows are sad, too. Very sad, they're yeah. crying. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they all kind of react in different ways. Like, uh, the, the showy one, uh, is, is kind of like, the monk is praying for him. The showy yeah. one is like, he couldn't even take down a, a yeah. lower, like a, like a higher ranked one. The loved one's like, I didn't love that. <laughs> uh, Giyu is like, interesting. Yeah. And then Snake Boy is like, like I, I won't believe, believe it. it. Yeah. So it's, yeah. And then, uh, Wind Guy is like, I'll, I'll kill every last one of those mm. fuckers. Yeah, so it, it, all appropriate reactions for them. Uh, meanwhile, the head of the Demon Slayer Corps, uh, mm-hmm. Kagaya, is, you know, appreciates him for not letting a single passenger or comrade die in his presence mm-hmm. and states that he will, you know, gladly be reunited when he finally passes away. Yes. Which he thinks is coming soon. Yeah. So. Boohoo, what a downer. Yeah, boohoo choo-choo. Yeah, the yeah. boohoo choo-choo comes to its final stop. And Tanjiro, we get, like, a final thing of him repeating Rengoku's name as it fades out. Mm. But that, in practice, would lead directly into the next arc, so it, mm. it you know, it's fitting for what it is. Okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I think that the animation is clearly very good. Mm-hmm. I could see how this sold gangbusters in Japan in here. Mm-hmm. It flows nicely. It does feel like, you know, it's kind of like more episodes, just a very long episode. Like, mm-hmm. instead of a movie to me, but I get that. I could see how it works both ways. Yeah. I mean, I could see it either or. Um, I liked it. It just didn't overstay. It was simple to follow. We got two big bads mm-hmm. that were stylistic and had cool powers. Um, I wish uh, Nacho Libre would have done a little bit more and uh, um, Netsuko oh, yeah, could have yeah. done a little bit more too. But, you know, it's an hour and a half. Of course. 50, of so, course. Yeah. Uh, and they might, they, I think, that, you know, if the things are extended, they might get more to do in mm. the anime version. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I thought this was an excellent movie. I was pretty pleased I got to see it in theaters when I did. But yes. uh, I think it deserves the, you know, the the place that it earned. Because mm-hmm. it kind of was, for a lot of people, probably a cool little hope spot in... The, the pandemic. The, with all the pandemic shit. Mm-hmm. So this was a good, up, you know, shonen adventure that yeah dealt with some serious stuff so. can imagine if dan saw this in the theater he'd get his ticket punched right away <laughs> uh, yeah and then tom hanks fills in touch grass yes. oh my gosh <laughs> literally well another episode in the books dan yes yeah 
Well, do we have anywhere that our audience can find us on social media? Uh, you can follow me at uh, King underscore Danis on Instagram, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast account mm. and our Facebook page. And how about you? You can follow me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram and the TikTok. Uh, you can follow me at Drink and Read JK on Twitter. And if you like podcasts featuring me, then you can check out this podcast, of course. Uh, I've got Nightcaps at the Theater, where me and a couple friends get a little drizzy drunk. And watch some movies, and then if you like reading, drink and read the podcast where I come at you with classic literature. Mm-hmm. Constantly working on these things. And um, next week, we've got a penultimate trip to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Next time we record. Whenever that may be for you, audience, we won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be happening. Um, we know that the, the day is upon us, the day of reckoning, the promised day is finally here, mm-hmm. and it lasts till the end of the series. And while I said people died last time and I lied, people are going to die this time and I won't be lying. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, we've got ten episodes left. We'll be watching eight of them. I think we're skipping two. I'm not sure, but uh, some big things are afoot. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, end of an era here, so. Yeah. 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 We're pulling into the station, there I guess. There we go. Thank yeah. God. I was like, <laughs> I need to come up with a train pun right away. <laughs> That's uh, all we could say. Uh, or more steam-powered than Gabe Newell. I don't, <laughs> more I don't steam, know. More steam, less foam. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weave horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Lost.